You pretty day, you pretty do. Welcome to Lit with Enlightenment. I'm your hopeless host, <laughs> King Collier. Oh man, I feel like we've been stuck inside for far too long, and this stuff is breaking people. Um, I feel like I can do my part by helping people stay healthy, happy, and wealthy. So, in order to do so, we first got to turn the page on the issue, you know. We're not going to really dive into everything, but I just got a couple of points to make. And today's episode is actually going to be about us humans. We were just going to really dive into what it means to be you. And hopefully, you know, he who seeks knowledge gets the knowledge they deserve. Because honestly, I don't really have all that many people following my channel. I don't have very many anything that's like watching. I mean, if you comment, ask me to make a podcast about something, I'll have no problem doing that. But nobody really reaches out. But, you know, requests are always welcome. Um, also wanted to say that the topic of the day, you know, I believe if you find this channel and you end up watching these episodes and, and you entertain my content, you know, you, you deserve to get the knowledge that, you know, that it is because wide is the door that leads to destruction and all of that good stuff. And narrow is the door that leads to light and life. So, it's going to be a very narrow door for everybody that gets this wisdom. Starting off is, um, uh, it's like an essay I wrote. I like to write. Not like music. I don't like to write my music. I like to write my, my, um just writing like essays and stuff like that is like what I do or what I'm good at at least this um this essay was actually for my business that I created I'm starting like a some sort of auto related business and I thought maybe if I have an essay for it then people would want to donate so yeah that's what that's about First essay is called The Dream Seed. I kind of got the idea from um, something Steve Harvey had actually said on one of his motivational chats. He had said that all you have to do is plant the right seed and it'll grow into whatever you want. So I kind of called it The Dream Seed. Okay, my sister said this might go over a couple people's heads because not everybody is, you know, they have the right diction to understand. But, you know, like I said, if you seek it, you deserve the knowledge. So, the dream seed. Passion, a strong and barely controllable emotion, is precisely one of many types of messianic emotions that we embody every day without any radars to detect them or meters to scale their potency. 
driving us to seemingly mindless actions such as creating, providing, protecting, and even loving one another. Whether it be frustration, glee, despair, perplexity, or even disgust, each emotion traverses through us at every moment, hijacking our decisions and fueling our businesses and relationships. Yet we very seldom come to the realization that there is a ground zero, a moment of clarity, a glimpse of separation between the mind, body, and soul. The mind. Racing at the speed of creation, the mind is the most unique motherboard to ever debut in humanity. Inspired by the soul as our smartphones are to the internet, the mind allots us the ability to update as a race. The body. Encapsulating more than just organs, tissues, and bones, the body actually is responsible for the easiest of all the burdens weighed in on this magnificent trio. The only physical evidence that the mind and soul exists, yet still debuted, <laughs> debated by many professionals equipped with many more than five senses, the body does much more than feel, see, taste, hear, and smell. The body experiences. The soul. The link between the then and now, the dead and alive, and the infinite void of informational instincts left behind our ancestors. Commonly referred to as that gut feeling, the soul is the intuition guiding us through life like a frantic mother clutched onto her child's wrist, tugging them back to the car after an afternoon at the country fair. I mention all of this not simply to inform you about the anatomy of humanity, but so to shift the plane of focus from what might be desired to what must happen. We all have a purpose in this lifetime as our ancestors did in theirs. So for me to doubt the inevitable drive and instinctive knowledge that led me to creating this GrowFundMe is preposterous. My diction alone might hint that this wasn't the first and damn sure will not be the last effort I make to tend my garden of dreams. I started off as an unruly child, dismantling every RC car and action figure with electricity flowing using acidizing process of the batteries as a reason to junk the car for spare parts. It was broken anyway was my go-to line when my mother scolded me for misunderstood habits. As I grew, so did the desire to know every piece of machinery functioned, until I found myself creating motor scooters from chainsaw engines in middle school and a complete four-cylinder engine rebuild of my first car at 18 years of age. I knew I had to keep going, so I did familiarize myself with every bit of machinery that I've ever laid eyes on, from electric vehicles and gas-powered coupes, sedans and trucks, to diesel-powered tractors and commercial trucks. I'm not just another shade tree mechanic. I'm an automotive technician slash mechanic with over four years of mechanical experience, completely mindful of the power plant, drive chain, steering system, braking system, suspension, electrical, ignition fuel, cooling, supportive computing systems, very adamant about punctuality, efficiency, and anything pertaining to career goals and opportunities. Professionally taught many problem-solving skills and commitment to top-quality workmanship, providing excellent, 
customer service from past employers to maintain healthy benefactors. Also equipped with professional grade power, air, hand diagnosing scan tools and aid to narrow the amount of time and effort spent on repairs. Okay, that was, that was just for the most part, something I wrote for my business. I feel like the most important part of that one is not really the part where I tell you I'm a mechanic, but more so the part where I define what the mind, body, and soul is. That's just, um, it's just my overview. Um, this is a second essay. I, I just wrote this the other day, actually. And, um, honestly, I'm a bit hesitant to read this one, but of course I'm going to. Um, the only reason why I'm hesitant to read this one is because, very simply put, um, I've been through, like, I'm not going to say my trials and tribulations going through life were any more or less difficult than anybody else's because I don't know what everybody been through. I only know what I've been through, and I know that I learned all of my lessons a very difficult way. And I got to where I am, and it, it really wasn't easy, and there was a lot counting against me. So that process right there is um, is very important. So I don't want to give anybody any information if it might hinder their progress. So you know, this is going to be out there, but I'm, I'm not going to share the podcast. You know. He whoever finds this is is um you know. I believe that they they went through what they had to to get to the podcast. Uh, this is called a healing. Of course, um, quarantine healing because we're stuck in quarantine, and um, hopefully it it helps somebody. For so long, I was unaware of the vibrational fields around me. Honestly, once I recognized what was truly transpiring around me, I've always felt as if perhaps I've never noticed it because I was operating on a much higher vibrational field. Yet this did not provide me with much of a rewarding sense of being. I've always been one to strive for equality. Therefore, I wanted everyone else to be able to be as resilient as I am, or was. Most definitely a learning curve when it comes to mastering the mind, body, and spirit. There are many factors that play a role in this game of stability, yet I am prepared to create a guideline for those who are blind as I was. First, note that we are all capable of being operable on every vibrational field. Secondly, note each vibrational field has different pros and cons that adhere to any situation. Third, note that each vibrational field is a plane of existence accepted by individual perception and social acceptance. One may not notice the chip on their cell phone until they desire a new one. Each field is similar to a new reality governed by common understanding of life as well as an uncommon understanding. 
Life in itself is ever-changing. Therefore, the principles I follow must be ever-adaptable, not changing. The distinguishing factor is important here. I address each misconception with a what, how, and why. This in itself is an ever-adaptable principle. Learn to recognize the difference between an adaptable principle and law. Any application involving a misunderstanding or the two will always breed the negative outcome. The student mustn't go through the same hardships their teacher has endured for this would make the entire evolutionary process obsolete. The lowest vibrational field, of course, supports the lowest emotions, desires, and habits. Here is where doubt, fear, lust, greed, anger, and control fester, only to grow and take hold of your temple. Do not overlook any of these temptations, for sin is in, in its adult form always leads to death. This spiritual playground is the most crowded simply because wide is the gate that leads to destruction and narrow is the gate that leads to life. Temptation usually drags the spirit down and very seldom does it lead to light and empowerment. The middle vibrational field harbors more of a choice rather than a constant Pardon me, the light went off. The middle vibrational field harbors more of a choice rather than a constant, seemingly irresistible temptation. The more of a choice you have shines light on the fact that you are being tested in faith. This is where you are less vulnerable to the desires and temptations of the first field of existence due to your own health and faith in what you believe. Belief will always be a pivot point of existence due to perception of reality. However, you are still vulnerable to a downward plummet or ascension to a more resilient state of mind and hormonal balance. The upwardmost vibrational field is considered as a God state of mind. In this state of being, one is truly walking in the light unable to be moved by the forces of the lowest field, hardly ever recognized as a human trait simply because throughout life we are programmed we are programmed with cultivated fear, guilt, and regret as children. We are most innocent without the knowledge of fear, guilt, or regret. It's not until punishment is our reward that we refrain from a certain action or way of thought. To embody the light is to stumble upon the realization that fear and faith are opposing forces. Then apply it to every single thing you do. Okay. Each state of being will always provide you with this example of light and dark, life and death, good and evil. They are a package deal at first sight. From then forth, it's up to you to choose which way you will embody. For the first, most part, we have always operated on a physical scale. Unable to recognize the wars waged on the spiritual plane of existence, only recognized by the emotions and hormones that invade our temple and control our thoughts and actions. Once we recognize what we truly are, we'll know how to find the upward most God state of existence.
Although many aren't religious in this day and age, we have since the beginning of time fought and lost wars on the spiritual platform. We just never noticed simply because we gave our demons and angels names like anger, greed, hunger, lust, happiness, angst, and resilience. If we noticed these demons and angels as soon as they knocked on our temple doors, we would be free from their control. If you are sitting on your porch when the thief of the night comes to rob you, his plan has already been foiled simply because his strength lies in his disguise. However, many of us are asleep in our temples, being robbed of our control. In order to sit on your porch, one must make his bed so that it will not be slept in again, then make the journey to his front door. A journey made only once, filled with trials and tribulations never to be forgotten. To start this journey, one must first equip himself with the necessary armor of God, or else he will have nothing to defend himself against the trials and tribulations of the wars waged on the spiritual platform. One equips himself with the armor by asking for it in his heart. Protect the mind, purify the body, Commit the soul to the Almighty Creator, just as you would consult the manufacturer for advice with your device, one should consult their maker for advice with how to properly be the salt of the earth. Seek his ways and commit to it wholeheartedly, for man cannot serve two masters, he must in every way follow the light from what flows in his temple to what flows out of his temple, ever adaptable never changing in faith. Faith begins with confidence. Believe it, conceive it, and you will achieve it. For the body is just a vessel to be told what to do by the mind, which is influenced by a field of consciousness, only to be tapped into by those who seek his wisdom. When you are certain that you have a solid pair of shoes, you will not doubt their ability to keep your feet protected throughout your race. Whether the strings come undone or your feet start to slide, simply because you never took the shoes off, you will be protected. Mind what you eat and stay hydrated. In this way, your temple will be pure enough to receive his wisdom and armor. A diluted temple only desires more junk and a pure temple desires light Yet a temple seeking light filled with trash is the most dangerous, seemingly destined for failure. Make a choice. Your journey will only grow more and more difficult by this because you will desire light, yet never truly be free from temptation. Practicing these ways will ensure your spot in the highest vibrational field and ensure your faith in every distinguishing factor and victory in all wars waged against you on the spiritual and physical states of being. In order to maintain these ways, one will have to come to a sudden enlightenment of what oneness is and how it supports everything you do. There is a reason man needs to rest. There is a reason man needs sunlight. There is a reason man needs water. There is a reason man eats. There is a reason man must exercise. And there is even a reason man must communicate with others. 
each is maintenance. And these practices have much faith and do not grow frustrated with the process. One should actually go forth into the darkness with faith, for whosoever traverses the valley of shadows and death will fear no evil, and his perseverance will be rewarded. Man will always be tested in his, in his beliefs. The Bible says, Ask, and you shall receive. However, in order to ensure this is not used for evil or by evil, tests of faith by an opposing force will always be present after prayer. Okay. That's, um... That's both of my... Oh, man. Yeah, they're after me. <laughs> well, I hope uh, somebody gains something from this. Thank you for tuning in to Lit with Enlightenment. I'm your host, Mr. Collier, signing out. <laughs>